1: Hello, gorgeous! Welcome to the Give Them Lala podcast. We had an intro, and there was some technical difficulties. And once we sent them over to our producer, the file was like nowhere to be heard. So here's the alternative: I'm literally sitting in Ocean's Nursery, giving you guys this intro. Um, we have Jesse Metcalf on the podcast today, and I cannot be the only person that was obsessed with Desperate Housewives. I'm sure a lot of you guys were also obsessed. And you can also stream it now. So I'm sure that a lot of you, like myself, are going back and re-watching. It was like every Sunday night was Desperate Housewives and then Grey's Anatomy. It was just like what you did on Sundays. So we have him on the podcast today. We're going to pick his brain. I have a few questions for him. And... We're going to skip Vander talk today because I slacked. I did not watch last night's episode, but hopefully next week we can recap two episodes in one. I think that that would be a lot of fun. And I also really want to answer your guys' questions. So please remember to call in. Call into the podcast. That number is 866 866- Lala Pod. Again, 866 Lala Pod. I always love hearing from you guys, answering whatever questions you have, and it just makes me feel like we're in a more intimate setting. The whole reason I started this podcast was so that we all could feel this like connection and bond and we could get closer to each other. So, please reach out to me. And without further ado, we're going to cut to a quick break and we will be right back with the heartthrob, Jessie Metcalf. Okay, I really hope my mom, Lisa, is not listening to this episode because I'm about to tell you what I got her for Mama's Day. It is her very own original song. She is going to flip. Song Finch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, it's personal, and it lasts forever. I went to songfinch.com It asked me to pick a genre, and my mom loves country, so I picked country for Lisa. It asked me to describe what I love about her and to share some memories, so I said she's an amazing Gigi to Ocean, and she's such a force as a mother. I can't imagine my life today without her, and then I chose to be matched up with an artist, and Song Finch gave me a few to choose from. I could see pictures of them and also hear a sample of their music— So I picked this amazing acoustic artist from Nashville with an unbelievable voice. I can't wait to hear the song he creates. So whether your song is for Mother's Day, a birthday, an upcoming graduation or wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song right now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash Lala and start your song. Again, my URL is songfinch.com slash Lala. Don't forget to share your song with us too. That's songfinch.com slash Lala. Zero dollar delivery fees. I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said zero dollar delivery fees. That's what you get when you Dash Pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what Dash Pass is, I'm about to change your world. DashPass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders along with members-only deals and discounts. DashPass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. DashPass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from Delivery for Less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. We are back with our epic guest, Mr. Metcalf. Oh, thank Jesse you. Jesse Metcalf.
0: I am epic. <laughs> well, we you gave, before, before you came on, we gave you a very, very warm uh, welcome about your career and how great of a human you are and a friend to us. Oh, so. wow. So you lied. Thank you.
1: <laughs> I have to ask you. It's all about
2: appearances you. in Hollywood.
1: <laughs> the number one question I have is do you ever talk to Eva Longoria?
2: Wow. I run into Eva from time to time. We follow each other on social media, but we don't really talk. Okay. Um, you know she's uh, you know it's mom life.
1: Over mom there, life over
2: there with Eva right now, right. and she seems like she's an amazing mom. And I mean, uh, I'm so impressed and, and proud of all the things she's done civically, socially, politically. <laughs> you know, all of the they things. say actors shouldn't shouldn't uh, you know get involved with politics, and I tend to believe that.
1: Well, that's saying,
2: but I'm, you know, I, I think she's that done some amazing things.
1: I agree. I think politicians should be just that—not reality TV stars, not actresses. Well,
2: politicians suck. Yeah, so. You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, whatever they want to do, who cares? I don't listen to a thing they say. Well, Jesse, you we're... just do your own thing. So,
0: so let me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a pawn in the game. You too.
1: Aren't we all?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's just back up the tape a little bit here. Just tell us like early days of your career, like how you got into, you know, acting and, and then the big break. And okay. Then, Cause I've, we've worked with you both Lala and I okay. in movies and different projects, but just kind of tell fans. How far like, back you want me to go? I don't know. Just how you got into acting, how it started and then how you got here in your first big break. Okay. Well, I was trying
2: to figure out what I wanted to do with my life as a senior in high school <laughs> and I really didn't have a whole lot of direction. But I loved movies. Uh, My father took me to a lot of movies growing up when I was very young. A lot of inappropriate movies I shouldn't have gone to. Like Basic Instinct when I was like seven years old. Mom wasn't too happy about that one.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's a tough one. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
2: But I I had a passion for movies. I think I just loved the escapism of it and, you know, um, just getting into another world, and into the characters, into the stories. And so I thought, hey, maybe I could go to NYU film school. That shouldn't be too hard to get into. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, with no, you know, with nothing, (laughs) yeah, nothing really on my my application other than my good looks and an essay (laughs) about... The Basketball
0: Diaries, which was one of my favorite wow. movies, phenomenal yeah. movie. That Lala, do you know who, that, who was in that?
1: No, I've never. You were
0: zero it. years old when that movie yeah. came out. Marky Mark was in it. Oh, and
1: Leonardo, that, that
2: was where that was when he transitioned from Marky Mark to Mark Wahlberg and Leo People DiCaprio. Were like, Whoa, this guy can act. Leo obviously crushed it. Crushed it. It was amazing. Great um, movie. You know, it's a movie about a
0: a New York poet um, who did a lot of drugs, addiction. Yeah, and you know, a side note, and then we'll come back, but. Eric Weinstein, who was E, who was his assistant, who now is his partner, met Mark on that movie as his coach for drug coaching, like you know, for uh, yeah, for just you know, because he had been a heroin, uh, you know, former addict. So that's yeah. I I would assume you were a pretty big fan of that movie as well. Yeah,
2: that that movie was phenomenal. It really, it really was. So anyway, I managed to get into NYU by the skin of my teeth, not into Tish. I got into a new program.
0: (laughs) Not into the theater program or the film program. not
2: into the theater program or the film program. Uh, The Gallatin School for people that didn't know what they wanted to do with their lives. Yeah. (laughs) They have a program for people that don't know? Apparently, and it was called the Gallatin School. Uh, So I did uh, a half a year, two semesters in the Gallatin School, or I guess a semester. I did a semester in the Gallatin School. I had good grades, and I was able to transfer... Into Tisch, uh, having already been accepted into NYU, film and television, um, <laughs> not, you know, not not a, not a conservatory, not the acting, not, yeah. the, uh, not an acting program. I absolutely loved it. I mean, it did was you so have dumb. to
1: send any sort of like audition tape to get in?
2: You're supposed to send any, you know, films you've done, short films you've created, which I had none. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> this is getting I mean, better. you should be grateful that you got into any program at all.
2: Yeah, with your effort. I mean, if, with you, your, with if you're your telling effort. me
1: that you just submitted an essay I, on I a had movie a 1380 had nothing to on my, my SATs. You.
2: What? Yeah. Oh, I, you're I like. I smoked a lot of pot in high school, <laughs> and
0: apparently I had brain cells to spare. Go figure. Wait a second. You had a 1380 had yeah. a 15, 15, uh, out of 1500. That's 1600. Oh, you're yeah. smart as
1: fuck. I, I wouldn't know. I never took an SAT. I don't even know what a good score would be. Yeah.
2: They don't even do SATs anymore. They do the ACTs.
1: I don't even know yeah. what a good score on that yeah. would be.
0: Moving on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm no you, idea. Leo and Lala,
0: the good news is you did okay. <laughs>
1: um, I will say I did a movie with you. What was the name of it again? I forgot.
2: Uh, me too. Or something. No, the hard kill. Hard kill. <laughs>
1: um, and I've never seen a script like yours. There was so much dialogue that you had written as far as your character breakdown. And you're the reason I started doing that, actually. Like, going into that much depth. Because wow. you let me look at yours. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? You know, like, I had little notes. But yours was like... <laughs> What your character ate for breakfast that morning? Like a lot. Like gonna I'll do that as well.
0: Oh, that's awesome, Lala. Yeah. Cool. A lot, like a lot of backstory.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. Jesse's you know? pretty. Jesse's pretty method. I mean, I've been yeah. on sets with Jesse. He's pretty focused. Yeah. So but you can't be too method because then people don't want to work with you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, after, where are you from originally?
2: I grew up in Connecticut.
1: Connecticut. Okay, yeah. so you go to college in New York. Right. And then when do you make your big move to Hollywood?
2: Okay, well, while I was in college, I was doing some male modeling.
1: Oh, you're yes. a master.
2: Male modeling. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little uh, 17 magazine. I think we ran into each other in the some Y-M. of YM. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, hey, well, you know, maybe I can do some commercials. Right. Right. So they got me a theatrical agent. I went on a UPS commercial audition where I dressed up. Like a U- UPS delivery man, but I wasn't playing a UPS delivery man when I got there. I was just playing someone who received a package. So that totally didn't work. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then they sent me out on an open casting call for the infamous daytime television show Passions, which I booked. Wow. So after my junior year in college, <laughs> did three years, and oh. you know, 90-something thousand dollars at that time, and I didn't even graduate. I dropped out, came to Los Angeles, and I've been acting
0: ever since. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a great story. Thanks so then,
1: too. when did, when did um, my most favorite show ever that I grew up watching, and I thought you were the hottest thing ever? I think I was in the seventh grade. Oh, wow. When Desperate Housewives came out.
2: Okay, well, I did five years on passions on daytime. Okay. A great training
0: ground. How many I, episodes a season would you do? Is it like like 56? Is it like every day? Like yes, soap?
2: five episodes a week. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah. That's, that's like 500 episodes. Yeah, so it was, <laughs> it
2: was great training for memorizing lines, but you, you would pick up a lot of bad habits, <laughs> you know, because you had to memorize so quickly that it wouldn't lend itself to, you know, developing your craft. Right. I don't think. But once I ultimately decided to make the jump and see if I could get something better, get on the prime time, um, you know, there was a lot of a lot of naysayers. A lot of people I worked with were like, what are you going to do? And I was like, you know, honestly, I don't care if I'm pumping gas next week. I need to do something different than this. Wow. So you left the show. Yeah. It had just kind of run its course. And then I went through.
1: So Passions is like a soap opera? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and you were just over
2: it. I I mean, five years is a long run. I had aspirations. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I did up. I did a whole pilot season, my very first full pilot season. It was coming towards the end of pilot season, and I hadn't gotten anything. You know, so I was pretty stressed. I was, you know. And where
1: were you living at this point? Do you have one of those stories where it's like you lived in a shithole? You were on someone's couch? No, no, no. no. At at this this point, point, I
2: actually owned my first property. I owned a condo. Uh, in West Hollywood, it was like, Ma- it was like Melrose Place in there, you know? It was like, it faced into the pool and everyone's apartments, sur- you know, were around the pool. There were some unsavory characters that lived there. Uh, so, you know, that was a good time. It was a good period in my life. Um, and I, I had two test deals on the table by the end of this pilot season. One was for Veronica Mars. Okay. And one was for this unknown show that really not many people knew anything much about called Desperate Housewives. And the Desperate Housewives deal was on the table and the Veronica Mars thing was like still in negotiation. So I I went for the Desperate Housewives deal. And I ended up booking it. And it was actually a recast. You know, there was another actor playing the gardener, but they didn't like him opposite Eva. They didn't think that they had chemistry. And they recast it after they shot the pilot. Wow. How many you episodes? And Eva had
1: mad chemistry.
2: We had some, we had good chemistry. Yeah, you yeah. did. And did In you laugh you, you played uh, a
1: high school student, right? I, I did. Oh my
2: I God. Did. Yes. Where did you guys film? We filmed at Universal. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's fun. So it was really That's cool. Fun. We had a whole block, a whole neighborhood. Like, like set on the lot. A whole set on That's the cool. lot. It was
0: very cool. It was very cool. Did you get to see all the tram and the visitors? Oh yeah, the <laughs> trams would always come by and wave. <laughs> yeah, that's and, nice. you know. yes, they
1: were so happy to be on Wisteria uh, yeah. Lane.
0: Exactly. Oh, Is that
2: what it's called, yeah, Wisteria, Wisteria Lane? Lane? Oh
1: yeah, I know. Yeah, all a about
2: lot of that. plastic flowers and you know, I mean.
1: Yes, it was like Stepford yeah. Wives. Yeah,
2: exactly. And then, so this- yeah, I was totally surprised at the success of that show. I didn't, I didn't anticipate that at all, at all.
1: No, I mean, yeah. how could you? You like took a leap of faith by leaving that show. Passions, right? Is yeah, so that still that's on? Right. No, no. When did it end? After you left. But it, it has,
2: it has you a cult. Like no, gone no, so it, now. it went for quite a few years after I left, but it has a cult following. Does it? I mean, people were huge fans of that show. I mean, it had a supernatural storyline. Yeah. it was, it was out there.
1: So it wasn't like um, Days of Our Lives, where people were being possessed by devils.
2: No, it, it was actually my gr- My girlfriend was possessed on the show, and I went to hell. To save her. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. And I was Jessie. like, I was battling demons just hell. <laughs> yeah. Jesse, I would love to see that conversation between you and the director having these deep moments. Oh <laughs> on, yeah.
1: What is it like meeting with a director on a soap? I mean, I know what it's like meeting with a director on a film. It's if you're shooting five days a week and there's, there's not a, there's not there's a lot not of a lot, talk right?
2: about performance. <laughs> It's like if you if you get the words out of your mouth and they're intelligible, then they're, you, mo- they're moving on. Wow. Yeah, yeah wow. because you do so much material each day. There's not a lot, yeah, there's not a lot of time around. You're doing
1: episode time a day,
0: right? Around. Episode right. a day? Full
2: episode a day. That's crazy.
0: How full many, hour-long that's episode not, that's, a day. I can't even imagine. That's, oh. that's nuts.
1: Dude, I, I think I can't memorize that. Like, how much dialogue do you think you had to memorize daily?
2: 30 pages.
1: 30 20, pages? 20
2: to 30 pages if you were a main character and had, you know, a big storyline. Okay. You must
1: have been fried by the end of every totally day. Totally
2: fried. But, but I, had a, I had a young brain. How I old know? were
1: you when you were doing this?
2: My 20s. My early 20s.
1: Oh, early yeah. 20s. Okay, but I have
2: a question. Okay. I have You're a question. sharp then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get a lot duller <laughs> as you get older. <laughs> <laughs> I need my ginkgo biloba. <laughs> what the <laughs>
1: Probably fuck Probably don't is that? know what that is. It a was a thing. Bloba. It was a
2: thing that always advertised on the price is right and it's supposed to, like, you know, help your brain. It's supposed to help your memory. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Your older <laughs> listeners, which I'm sure you have a few, will, uh, oh, will we understand have, we that. We have reference.
1: some that are in their 50s. <laughs> yeah, okay. some sure. Oh, perfect. How old perfect. are you? 40 something?
2: What, let's not go there. La, la. I think no, I'm just people kidding.
1: should wear their age with pride.
2: I, I do wear mine with pride. I'm 42 years young, about to turn 43 in good December. For
1: you. Good for you. Got a good head of hair on you. Thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. It. You're there, like a Chia pet Yeah, there's
2: nothing money can't buy. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh we're gonna cut to a short break and we will be right back with jesse metcalf you guys it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather my favorite kind of weather time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong and if you're like me i know you want to update your look for the summer but you don't want to break the bank in the process that's where quince comes in Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy, so chic, almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q U I N C E com slash lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com lala my days of panicking over gift giving are officially over and yours can be too thanks to gift mode on etsy i absolutely love this gift mode on etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion it's super easy too. just tap Or click on Gift Mode on your Etsy app or at Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. I can't tell you how calming it is for me to see all of those ideas pop up on my screen. I recently had to find a gift for one of Ocean's little friend's birthdays and I was tripping. Then I remembered... Just use Etsy gift mode to shop for the creative kid. And I found the cutest handmade dress up costumes, fabulous capes and accessories. The capes were so cute that I even bought one for Ocean. Gift mode on Etsy is the best. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday gift for the reality TV fan, gift mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. All right, we are back with Jesse Metcalf, and we're talking about all things Jesse Metcalf—from his great hair to his uh, career.
2: His great career.
1: I just, hey. <laughs> I just found out you did two movies with Randall back to back. I had no idea. What are they called?
2: They're called Fortress.
1: Fortress. Yeah, Who's Fort- in Fortress.
2: The Dubs. Bruce Willis. Brucey. Yeah. Brucey. Exactly. Yeah. They're really fun movies, though. They're like the Indiana Jones kind of type movies. They're a okay. little little. Little tongue in cheek, and they have a little bit of everything. You know, they have a little comedy, they have a little romance, and they have a lot of action. Uh, they're pretty cool. You know, they're kind, they're kind of they're kind of different. And apparently, um, from both of our directors of one and two, I'm hearing that they they came out quite well.
1: Good. Yeah. Well, I know the one that most of the movies that Randall's made with Bruce Willis have always topped in either Netflix or on demand, pretty high. Yeah. So. Is Fortress out yet
2: not yet i think the first one's coming out in december am i right yeah
1: oh around christmas time a christmas release a a
2: christmas bruce willis movie (laughs) you know how people like to say that die hard's a christmas movie you ever heard that no yeah like what's your favorite christmas movie die Die hard hard. yeah die hard why
1: why? because it came out around christmas time
2: because yeah no the story takes place during christmas
1: i'm gonna be honest never seen it
2: yeah well it's it's a classic
1: there's a lot of classics that yeah. I haven't seen. Apparently, the other one, what is it? Basketball Diaries that we just spoke yes, about. Yes. Yes. All right, I dig it. Who plays your love interest in Fortress? Or is does is it someone else? I that has I a love have interest? a love
2: interest, um, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly. She was great. Uh, yeah, an, an old friend of Randall's, and she she's amazing in the movie. Oh. Yeah.
1: Very nice. Where did you shoot this these movies?
2: Puerto Rico.
1: Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico.
2: It's becoming a very popular place to shoot.
0: And maybe it is, you can speak. It now, is. Randall. It is. It is so busy now that I can't even get movies in there. Like we were just shot in Alabama because we can't. Like we can't get movies in wow. Puerto Rico. So my next movie in Puerto Rico is not till March. Because it's, it's too busy. Wow. Yeah. We started, that, we started that, that whole... Which I'm sure is great for the economy. Oh, it's, oh, they're yeah. so busy. I mean, it's but it's great for the, the whole... Yes, it's mm-hmm. great for everything. But I love Puerto Rico. I mean, it's a great place to make movies. It's just... Uh, you know, there's only so many crew there. So whoever gets in, you know, kind of they can only handle so much. Right. But do
1: you think as they start filming more movies there that they'll... More people will move there as far as production goes so that they're...
2: Mm-hmm. I mean... I don't know about that.
1: Because every time I filmed a movie there, it's kind of a shit show.
2: <laughs> well, you know um, I actually Lala. I actually yeah. was impressed by the Puerto Rican crews. I thought I thought they were really good. Yeah. Um I agree. They I didn't are say good. they weren't yeah. hard workers. Yeah.
1: They're incredible like yeah. everyone that works is hard working. Yeah. Just on most movies you, that I've done. Not
2: necessarily a lot of experience. But you I know.
1: right and I'm a Virgo, so I like things to be very timely and organized yes
2: yeah that's true. i yeah, I, so, I like that as well that's, that's, you know as an actor that's been <laughs> in the industry for 22 years uh, but, I'll, you know, I'll say
0: i'll yeah. say on behalf of puerto rico i'll say that the crews are, are very experienced they're limited though there's only so many of them so once sure. our movie starts if you come in after the fact you kind of have to bring a lot of people in so mm-hmm. just because there's not enough so. it
1: was less about the crew and more about maybe the director or yeah. other people. Oh, hold
0: on. Oh, that was a, uh, we don't drop the tea, but I think she spilled the tea or he dropped it or something. Spill so the dropping? director you felt you didn't have the connection with. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. no, that, that, that can happen.
1: Yeah. Can you can tell happen? me it's we're fine. working on pages, you know, y through z and then you come in and you're like no where no i told you a and b today and it's like you're a fucking moron
0: okay okay, (laughs) Okay. and moving on jesse would you like to share your uh stories with us about some of your directors well i think
2: (laughs) you know when you're talking about the top of the food chain you know Mm -hmm. and and on a film uh you know a director really is the captain of the ship, you know, and he likes to...
1: I would generally, think so. I ...generally would think main, so.
2: maintain that persona.
0: I want to make it clear, you I didn't you know, direct either you, of your movies some, you either you ha- of you ha-
2: Sometimes you have to you be sensitive <laughs> to that, you know?
1: See, I feel like as the actor, someone, they need to be sensitive to me, you, you know? Would, yeah, oh.
2: yeah, well, well I, I, everyone I, has a, <laughs> you know, perspective.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to switch subjects in about a second. I just want to say, Jesse, during your movie with your sensitivity to directors, I did receive a lot of calls from you on one particular film. Uh, but we, that, but that's come full circle. No, you, you guys, wonderfully. You, no, you guys, are, you guys made up. And yeah. I think that's amazing. I also think sometimes, like Lala said, circumstance and just, it might be that film or whatever things happen. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, and
2: it's very hot, very hot and humid in Puerto Rico. <laughs> okay, okay. Tensions can run high. But if you're passionate about what you're doing and you bring that passion to the project, sometimes it can, it can get a little fiery on set. Yeah. You know, it's important to be able to work. A lot of
1: egos on a set.
2: It's important to be able to work through these things on a set. Because at the end of the day, we're a team and it's a collaborative it art form. Yes, So we can't forget that.
1: No, I fully agree. And at the end of the day, everyone's intent is to do the same thing, which is create a great film. So I respect that. I actually remember when you were going toes with whoever you were going (laughs) toes with.
0: Going so to everyone just needs
1: to calm down. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, I used to say it a lot when I was getting those calls, I was like, "Dude, what do I?" And she's like, "Everyone just needs to settle down in Puerto Rico, absolutely." But but just tell us, you know, because you don't, you know, in terms of like, what is the perfect project that you'd like to see yourself do over the next few years? Like, what what director? What kind of genre? Is there anything you want to challenge yourself with, or is it just okay? My my good- f- my favorite genre is gangster films.
2: Really? Uh, yeah. I would love to do, uh, you know, a mob movie, yeah. uh, where I was maybe the black sheep of an Italian mafia family, uh, that had a drug problem and maybe a gambling problem because of my gambling problem. I get in debt to a rival family. And in order to you know, not get killed, I have to inform on my own family.
0: Wow! Yeah, I, that's just, I just came up with that that's on the a spot. Great, that's a great. That's should a great. We develop pitch. that. Yeah, we should. Okay, I actually cool. like it. All right. Cool. By the way, if anybody tries to steal that, Jesse did. Uh, we're copyrighting it right now. Absolutely, so we have it. We have it on record. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> um, we'll find you. Yeah. No, I, I like that. Okay, um, cool. That's interesting. Uh, it <laughs> cool. sounds like a little like Godfather, but we'll we'll modify it to contemporary times uh, for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, tell us the best the most exciting moment of Desperate Housewives that's what I want to ask you like what was the best episode or the oh, best well, moment the, you can the remember the most exciting moment for me yeah.
2: was winning a SAG award oh that's for, huge uh, best yeah, that's huge ensemble comedy cast wow yeah, so that was an unbelievable Dude, that's... moment you know, we were all up on stage at the SAG Awards. That's big. Yeah, it was that's really big. awesome.
1: Where do you keep your SAG Award right now?
2: Yeah, where is that SAG Award? Um, on the, the back of the toilet in the guest room. Why? No, I'm just kidding. No, you're, It's, in the, it, it's in the living room. It yeah, is in the living
0: prominently. Okay. I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say in the living room, obviously. I mean, that's a gigantic. I was
1: going to say that needs to be removed and placed elsewhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Can I tell you a funny story about the SAG Awards? Sure. I've said it on the podcast, but I'm going to say it real quick in a, a cliff version. Lala and I went to the SAG Awards for The Irishman. I wanted to say hello to Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep was sitting at the table next to us. As she got up and started moving, I stood up. It's the only person I, you know, fangirled about.
1: She couldn't get away from Randall fast enough.
0: Okay, you didn't, Stop. you don't, okay. You, she, no, literally. No, no, she, she, no, that's not what she said. She said, Can you give me one second?
1: I'll be right back. Yeah. And then then, then proceeded (laughs) when she came back to instead of take that route, go all the way around to the others
0: around the table to dodge me. And, but here is the kicker that I have to live with to this, to this day. Fast forward the entire night. Every time they do a shot of, of Meryl Streep and Reese Witherspoon, the table next to us, who is in the eye line? lala kent so so all of the photos are meryl streep and lala kent without lala kent ever asking for a photo and i got i got this i
1: I don't care about famous people that much
2: neither do i but i mean if if it's it's an actor that i really admire i think it's cool to be able to meet the person but i'm not going to be like falling all over myself
1: and i'm definitely not asking for a picture either like what am i going to do with it same what am I going to do I've never asked anyone that?
2: for a picture in my life. <laughs>
1: never.
0: Well, I'll take a picture with you. <laughs> <laughs> I have too many pictures with you. <laughs> That's true. But I, I honestly, no, but you know, Meryl Streep's just one of those actors that I looked up to since I was a kid, and she's the greatest ever. So it was like this weird moment that she was walking, and I was like, I got to do it. But it didn't work out. So I'm not going to ask. best
1: line is, I'll be, I'll be right back.
0: <laughs> and, by the way, and by the way, she, she doesn't. Thanks, Law. Thanks for that. No, and by the way, I asked, Law. I said, no, she was being nice. She wanted to go talk to Marty and then she's going to come back. And she goes, she ain't coming back. And that, like, that, that, so, the no, weight. This
1: is called avoiding you like you're the plague.
2: Thank you. you. Unbelievable. Thank you. Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> you know
2: what, man? You were there.
0: I was, you I, were was there? I was a table over. That is awesome. I was a table over. <laughs> That's a and huge. And no one would have even known it
1: looked like I was there solo. <laughs> <laughs> Just kicking it by Meryl Streep. I
0: that- <laughs> so I can't even believe I didn't get a shot. She gets all these shots. All I wanted was a picture. I could have taken the picture off the can, off the screen and then and blown it up and put it in my office. Too funny.
1: Well, this has been a fun podcast.
0: Yes. Yes, it has.
2: As I can't has.
1: wait to see Fortress. <laughs> never a dull
2: moment with, uh, with you two. <laughs> we,
1: we try to keep it fun and keep it classy.
2: Keep, yeah, keep Do yeah. it classy. keep it that way? I, thought, we, I think we kept it pretty classy. I think we... You have. know, maybe, you know, a couple off-color comments from you, Lala, but I mean, you know, you gotta, gotta be you.
1: I, we'll, I will never deny them, Lala. Keep,
2: keep, keep it real before classy. Keep it authentic and and classy. Yeah, you know, because
0: there's not enough authentic people out here.
1: No, there's not. There's
0: Hollywood. Yeah, You you know what I love about podcasts with friends? It's fun. For sure. It's really fun, Jesse. I want to tell you something. You're a good friend to me. You're a good friend to us, and I want to thank you. And you're an incredible actor. And we thank you for having, uh, for Always, coming on man. and being with us. Always, today. my pleasure.
1: Thanks, Metcalf. You thank it. you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala La with Randall podcast. We will catch you next week.